Piloting the Pilots, the podcast for two ambivalent. Don't look at me like that. TV viewers, watch television pilots and let you know which show sorts the highest heights of small screen or crash and burn. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my Debbie Downer Cameron. How are you doing this morning, honey? I'm doing it down. You debbing it down? <laughs> debbing it down. You know what's cool about the English language? What is it? We can make a noun into a verb. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> we can do whatever do, we no want. No limits. No limits. I think any language is really You no can limit. do that? I think so. You think so? Yeah. You don't think they have rules? See, I think the English... Do they have a code? Oh, oh God. Is is there a code? (laughs) Speaking of codes, this show, we should have just drank whenever they drank. Oh, my God. Or drank whenever they said the code. The code. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is the best drinking game ever. Pretty much. Pretty much. You'd be trashed by But it's such a garbage show, then why would you even want to drink to this? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think think you said it best as we were walking into the studio, (laughs) is you're like, I wrote down a lot, but I don't think I have a lot to say. I have nothing to say. And I was like, that pretty much encapsulates this show. Oh, what did we watch, honey? We watched the Netflix original series, Jupiter's Legacy. Which has nothing to do with Jupiter. It doesn't have anything to no. Jupiter. Mm-mm. You would think... Did they get their powers from the planet? Did the Roman version of Zeus come down and grant them powers? It, we don't know. I think it would be nice in the first episode of a show to explain why it's called that. Yeah. You know, because, like, yeah, I would have thought, like, if his name had been the Jupiter or something like right. that. Or Zeus or something yeah. that evokes yeah. Jupiter, but his <laughs> name's the Utopian. Nobody's called Jupiter. Yeah, no. Cause, and then it would make sense because it's about his kids who so is... Right. His legacy. Maybe they got their powers from Project Jupiter. <laughs> I mean, maybe. But we don't know. They don't say anything about it. They don't say. It's, it's a, <laughs> Just some people are born with it and some were, they took it. I would say I it's a lot of sound and fury signifying nothing. They but did mention an alien once. Did they? So maybe their powers are otherworldly. Perhaps. I don't know. I they don't did know. a terrible job with this origin story. I think the... Crash on Wall Street had yeah. something to do with it? <laughs> no, because at one point, one of the guys says, we didn't have to go through the things our forebears had to go through to get their powers. Like, yeah, they were born with it. Yeah, they maybe she's born with it. Maybe she's it's Maybelline. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> Maybelline's <laughs> legacy. <laughs> there you go. I'll nice. watch that. Right? That would be way more interesting. But, but it uh, implied some kind of proactive part on their antecedents like, well they did something. okay they did have a line <laughs> a line <laughs> a line between swigs of beer <laughs> oh god what was it now i don't wait oh. i lost my train of thought i'm sorry that beer crack that beer crack <laughs> it's gone well and it was only one line yeah okay i mean i need at least two for it to sink in <laughs> exactly one I line mean, really doesn't help me all that much I, if you watch 50 minutes of the show <laughs> and you cannot explain like Oh, oh, okay, 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 so Uncle Walt Walt. was talking to, not Sheldon, what's the old guy's name, the other old guy? Jupiter himself. That's Sheldon. Oh, that is Sheldon. I thought Sheldon Sheldon was the boy's name. No, 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 that's Billy. Paragon. Wait, 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 Paragon is Brandon. Brandon. Oh, I wondered who the fuck Brandon was. They kept mentioning the name Brandon, (laughs) and I was like, I don't know who that that is. I don't know. I thought his name was Sheldon. Okay, so, Uncle Walt. And Sheldon were talking, and he was like, yeah, remember during the Great Depression when we just thought you were bugging out a little bit? So that was just that one line. So their powers came on due to onset ennui. Ennui? Yeah, or... (laughs) Or like extreme depression? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Uh, Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Because he watched his dad jump off. Financial (laughs) insecurity. Well, then everybody in this pandemic should have superpowers if this is how you earn it. As retaliation against economic anxiety. (laughs) He became powerful. 
malignant <laughs> capitalism brings on superpowers. Nice. All right, why don't we give a show I synopsis? I hated this show. I think we've already established Oh, that. okay, okay. This, this is either going to be one of our longest or shortest shows, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just take BuzzFeed quizzes. <laughs> Speaking of, thank you for everybody who told us what, what your uh, demon was. Yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. We, it turns out one person is God. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> she actually got sky iron yeah. as her demon. That's cool. And I'm like, no, that makes you God. Yeah. <laughs> you are, you're you are, the God kind. You are God. <laughs> um, okay. okay. Let me read the show synopsis for this garbage. Yeah, we're already five minutes in. Or six right. minutes in. The first generation of superheroes has kept the world safe for nearly a century. Now their children must live up to their legacy in an epic drama that spans decades and navigates the dynamics of family, power, and loyalty. So, okay. That oversells it. Another quick line here. When they're like, oh, we're not just fighting bank robbers. We could influence things. We could have stopped World War II, you know, a lot quicker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If we had just intervened. He's like, no, it's the code. And then he goes to tell about all of these other things he stopped. So you didn't bother stopping the dogs eating the kids during civil rights marches or anything? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Don't don't give me the shit that you can actually do something when you've done nothing about it. I think, and that was one of my questions about the show. And just like superheroes in general, because Utopian is definitely like a Superman analog and i think one of the with mm-hmm. the biggest problems with superman is like power creep where he just has yeah. gotten so powerful mm-hmm. that at this point it's like how is he not stopping everything it's yeah. like he has to consciously make a decision of the things i am going to stop and yeah. the things that i am not going to stop so like, it's like oh black people getting gunned down who cares yeah like i it doesn't really make you much of a hero my dude he's made like a conscious decision to say like I'm not going to intervene yeah. in, like, the Selma march or, yeah, exactly. or anything like that. Because mm-hmm. he is that old. He's been around since 1929 yes. and is now contemporary times yeah. of the show. So he's been there, and he's like, no, I just help, like, bank robbers once in a while. Yeah, I just stop bank robbers. And, like, <laughs> and, and the show just brings up a whole lot and of... And who co- cares? Uh, Let the bank robbers go. This stuff is insured. And the, the, the show brings up <laughs> a lot of weird questions in terms of, like parallel realities like Mm -hmm. they seem to assume like our current reality real life Mm -hmm. has continued unabated like there still was world war ii there still was a vietnam war there still was korea while also there was like super villains yeah too which doesn't make it doesn't really Mm -hmm. kind of make sense like i feel like those just the advent of superheroes in real life would skew reality in a completely different direction massively it's one thing to be writing contemporary comics And let's let's face the facts here. Let's face those okay. facts. Okay, we have an American government, yes, because we live in America. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. This is correct. yes. So I've laid down some facts. Okay, there's some facts. Okay. <laughs> if we had superheroes living on our soil, yeah. you can bet your ass they would be conscripted. Yes. To fight our fucking wars. Yes, that is true. <laughs> But, yeah, these guys are like, no, we have our Hall of Union. Yeah. It's against our code. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. You would be dissected or owned, one of the two. Yeah, exactly. Or you'd be forced to flee yep. or something like that. Like, Because mm-hmm. even in the big two, let's say Marvel and DC, mm-hmm. uh, we got the Avengers and the Justice League. And... Often in the comics, they are working in tandem with the government. Yeah. Sometimes they are put at odds with the government, mm-hmm. but they are not, like, completely independent, like, yeah. we go off and do our own thing. Like, yeah. there is some coordination there. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, um, a good um, counter-argument is that we like the X-Men, who are completely underground. Yeah. Because they are... Yeah, they, for, for they don't they want, are. they're either going to be dissected or owned. So they, they are forced <laughs> to into hiding. Exactly. So, like, this idea of this aloofness mm-hmm. that these superheroes have, you know, it's like, he, he he's trying to make a decent argument of, like, where do where does the line get drawn of what's appropriate? Right. And, but then it's like, well, then none is. Mm-hmm. Either all is or none is, I exactly. guess. Because, like. And if you are a, such a moral person, mm-hmm. then you should be able to... Then how are you not feeling compassionate about all of these protests and yeah. riots? When you're thinking of, like, genocide in mm-hmm. uh, 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 Pol Pot and genocide yeah. in Cambodia. Like, exactly. 
like you were just sit that one out, I yeah, guess. Yeah, and you're sitting out with Mangala too. So I can't, yeah. Because you'd rather stop a bank robbery because that's your moral high ground? <laughs> like, really? It comes back down to capitalism again. It always does. <laughs> this is like a capitalist wet dream. Where, <laughs> when, they, when they go back in time to Natural oh with my the God. benevolent okay, shop the steel <laughs> meal uh, owners. Steel owners, okay? They're like... We're talking like oh, Carnegie. <laughs> yeah. We just want to make jobs for good people. We're not, it's not just about the money it's no, about the family it's about the family and the people i'm like no it's fucking not unions were created for a reason bitches upton sinclair did not write the jungle because no. like companies were doing the right moral exactly thing. <laughs> let's not look through your rose-tinted glasses so there it, it the show we haven't even gotten to the episode synopsis no. really or anything else because the show's garbage but it does have this like propaganda feeling oh my to god it. but i don't know what they're trying to Put on us. Yeah. I don't know what they're lecturing about. Oh, these... There's propaganda everywhere, but I don't know what the message is. (laughs) (laughs) Propaganda, propaganda everywhere. (laughs) And not a drop to drink. (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, I don't get it. What do you want from me? Let's try to stay a little bit on track. Okay. I've said a lot of the stuff I already wanted to say. Okay. Okay. What's the episode synopsis, please? Oh, right. Yeah, we haven't even done that. We haven't done done starring. We haven't done release date. Wow. This show is fresh (laughs) in our minds. Okay. I guess we do have a lot to say about it. I guess so. (laughs) By dawn's early light, Brandon's attempt to live up to his father's high expectations suffers a blow. Sheldon's carefree life is the... Wait, what? No. I'm going to stop that right here. Oh, no, 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 no. Look, look, read the rest of the sentence. Sheldon's carefree life as the boss's son comes crashing down in 1929. I didn't think he had a carefree life. I didn't see that. The The first time we see him, he's... About to get married. About to get married. So he's going in to like get a higher paying job or something. I don't know. No, no, no. He was just going into. He is just going into work, and then he. It didn't look very carefree. He he looked like a busy businessman. Yeah. Like he looked as carefree as like John Hamm and Mad uh, Mad Men. Like, yeah. Like, he wasn't you mean like carefree as in he has a lot of white privilege. Yeah, a lot of white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> like is that is that the carefree you're talking about? about? I'm carefree because my portfolio is looking very robust. <laughs> okay, okay, maybe that's it. Okay, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I just a little critique on this episode yeah. synopsis. I would have. Uh, reverse those sentences so they are at least chronological <laughs> because it really does make the show sound like it takes place in 1929 yeah. which honestly may have been more interesting <sighs> tell me about it if the show had taken place in 1929 yeah, if they started fighting Nazis okay so we have starring in this show Josh du- Dumel how do you say his name I, never, I don't think I've ever said it out loud Duhamel I have no idea we go with Duhamel 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 maybe Duhamel in, in terrible makeup <laughs> <laughs> Terrible old man makeup as Sheldon Sampson slash the Utopian. We know him from Safe Haven mm-hmm. and the Transformers franchise. Okay. And just a little critique. I don't really like critiquing on body. I'm not trying to body shame anyone. But if you're going to hire someone to be like a Superman, right. maybe make him lift a weight once in a while. Now, you see, this is why <laughs> I like Jennifer Garner in Alias. Yes, she's, she's a beast. She's ripped. And I don't mean beast in a bad way. No. I mean, like, I mean she's ripped. She looks and she like, does her own stunts. She looks this like This is she what I'm talking ass. about. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's what you've always I, said about Buffy. A, yeah. She doesn't have any muscle. She's got little matchstick arms. And that's not, there's nothing no, wrong. No, she I'm looks not great. Criticizing. We're not criticizing the body. We're criticizing how it's used. Yeah. It's hard for me to, to suspend my disbelief mm-hmm. that this person can punch yeah. a hole through your head, but they have little noodle arms. They don't even have striations. Like, yeah. Even like a leanness to yeah. their look. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. They're just nothing. There's yeah. Just nothing. She's just thin and pretty. Yeah. But, like, that's what I like about Jennifer Garner and Alias. That woman is ripped. Ripped. She can punch a hole through your head. She will punch a hole through your head. She's amazing. <laughs> Go back and watch it <laughs> But, and I understand which, what you're coming from yeah. with this show. Is it's like... It's not that he's a bad you're shape. You're super powerful. You should be butcher. Yeah. Like, his whole... <laughs> the whole thing is that he is the most powerful yeah. man. Mm-hmm. And he has the body of a... 40-year-old dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Know? He looks good. <laughs> yeah, he looks He great. looks good. He looks like He he's just doesn't shape. look like he's Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. And I'm expecting that when I, I see something that's like, oh, he's super strong. Okay, well, then I better see there should be something, massive muscles. There should be something physical about them that makes them feel larger than life. Yes, yes. You know, when you're standing mm-hmm. next to Chris Evans or Chris Hemsworth right. or what's another Chris? I don't know. Pratt. Pratt. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> but like when you're standing next to those people, like as a regular person, you should look dwarfed by them. Right. <laughs> okay. Know? Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, like, if but they're playing with a superhero. real superheroes. Yeah, with superheroes. Yes. I don't mean in real life. Well, because, t- well, they're superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, we're not talking about real life. Yeah, right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They don't exist. Yeah. Let's draw that There should line. be a presence about them. Yes. And this dude looks like if Kurt Cobain had lived. Yeah, well, I think you even... Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, I want to doubt Kurt Cobain would be playing this part. Kurt Cobain. Because he was a sellout. Oh, wow. Big words. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if they live past 28, they turn into sellouts. I mean, just look at it. I mean, like, look seriously. Look at the whole picture. Seriously, you listen to Pearl Jam's latest album. Yeah, yeah it's just, like... just come on, guys. <laughs> anyway. Face the facts here. Yeah, we get it. It's Eventually, fine. the man owns you. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. What was I saying? Uh, we were talking about Kurt Cobain. We were talking about um, his ratty hair. His <laughs> no, no, it wasn't Kurt Cobain. I was saying, oh yeah, in the comic books, Thor's supposed to be like 750 pounds. Yes, he's supposed to be big. Yeah. So I want this dude, Utopian, to be big. big. Yes. Like massively big. Yes. That makes sense to me. And I don't want his son to be Rod from Birdemic. <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Speaking of which, that is Andrew Horton, who plays Brandon Sampson, <laughs> slash The Paragon. He was in How to Talk to Girls at Parties and Ladies First. Feels like the answer to the question. How to Talk to Girls at a Party. Ah, Ladies First. <laughs> we go uh, Ben Daniels as Brainwave, slash Walter Sampson. That was Uncle Walt. That was Uncle Walt. We'll get into it later. Uh, the, he was in The Exorcist, the show we did. I don't re- recognize him from that. I though. don't remember. Was he the evil priest? <laughs> no, maybe he was the not the main sexy priest. Not sexy priest, but like there was a sexy priest. Yeah, there was a sexy. God, priest. I don't remember it's that. The only show. thing I remember about the Exorcist. I don't. I don't remember that show. <laughs> we even liked that show. Did we? We never went back to it. Well, there we go. Anyway, and he was also in Rogue One, which I also do not recognize. Really. He must have been Empire. He's got to be Empire. (laughs) Uh, We got Leslie Bibb. I thought I recognized her from somewhere. Uh, She played Grace Kennedy Sampson. She was in Iron Man's 1 and 2. Yeah, she's the reporter. Yeah, she's the reporter Mm -hmm. that he sleeps with and like dumps cruelly. uh, Because our hero. Yeah, and then Pepper Potts is like, and sometimes I get to take out the garbage. Yeah. 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 I'm a bitchy bitch. I love him so much. Iron Man's the worst. I hate Iron Man. (laughs) And uh, the League... We have Alana Camporis as Chloe Sampson. She was in Children of the Corn. I guess a new version of. <laughs> right. And my big fat. Otherwise, she's ageless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have Mike Wade as Fitz Small the Flare. I don't even know. Was that the guy at the end who was smoking weed? I don't know who that was. Yeah. Yeah. He was in NCIS. And- I would imagine he would be called the Flare since his fist catch fire. Oh, does his fist catch fire? Yeah, he makes a point of it. He goes, look, I'm smoking and my fist catch fire. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh. oh God. This was released May 7th, 2021. The number one song was Save Your Tears by The Weeknd and Ariana Grande. And the number one movie was Wrath of Men. Never heard of it. I guess we should give her predictions, even though we've already... What did you think going into this show? Oh, yeah. My expectations, (laughs) even though we've already talked about it. A bunch of dummies discover they have powers they don't deserve and will learn how to use them, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I said, I suspect this will be another superhero deconstruction story. Oh, get ready for a thesis, guys. That started with (laughs) uh, The Watchmen. I said, I'm not sure how good this will be. Mm -hmm. I remember being vaguely aware of its existence as a comic book. I think this is Netflix trying to jump in on the Invincible slash The Boys train. Right. And I think it might be a little bit too late for that, especially Mm -hmm. considering the quality of those two shows. Because I was going to say... You have not seen Invincible, no. but this is very much like Invincible. You've okay. read some of the comics of Invincible, though. Did I? Long, long ago. Okay. Yeah, you liked it, as I recall. But um, but Invincible, I really like. We were watching this. So I'm like, oh, you should watch Invincible because it's so such a better version of this. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the boys, like, this is a whole idea of like, what if superheroes were really real? Right. You right. know that whole thing. Okay. And obviously Jupiter's legacy is that again, Mm -hmm. but in like the least interesting way that could be told. I just feel like these superhero shows are getting to the point where, do you remember about 20 years ago, once Harry Potter came out, there was tons suddenly of of these middle grade movies that were just 
garbage like fodder. Like the seeker. Yeah, there's and, just tons of it. Yeah. And I, I feel like this is, that's what's happening with superheroes. Or even the golden compass. Yeah. 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 That's what's happening with superheroes. It's, it's just... just more of the same old, same old, and they're like, look how edgy we are. And it's like, you're not edgy anymore. You're just a copy of this. Yeah, like, they're they're not taking the best, I don't think, of the genre. Yeah. I think the best of the genre has already been taken. Mm. And so then what's left is just lesser than right. stuff. And right. they think just because it's a comic... Well, we've given this impression like, oh, comic books are a great place to get ideas for stories yeah. or whatever. Because they like, do have a lot of great stories. I am not bashing comics at all. But there, but there's a lot of, like, bad stuff out there, too. It's mm. kind of like music, I think, where we, we tend to have rose-tinted goggles about nostalgia, about yeah. nostalgic music, like music we remember from when we were kids or even before we were born, like 60s, 70s, whatever, 80s music. Mm-hmm. All that stuff that was happened before we were born, we're like, oh, that's so much better than what's going out on today. But then you're like, yes, but I'm only remembering the good stuff. Yeah. From those There eras. is a lot of garbage there music. There was yeah. much more bad stuff going on than mm-hmm. good stuff. We just remember the good stuff. Yeah. And right now we're in a period where all the good stuff is being done, so we're just kind of elevating the lesser than stuff. Right. But speaking of stuff that, like... <laughs> Uh, lesser than stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, what are we doing for facts? Um, I think comics as a medium is very interesting that you can do things in there that you cannot do elsewhere. Okay. And we have stuff like Superman, Spider-Man, the Hulk, but there's a lot of other characters that get forgotten along the way. Yes, this is true. So I'm going to tell you Like one of my favorites, Echo. Echo's going to be in the Hawkeye TV show. Oh, Okay. Good. Yep. I'm glad they finally brought her back. Yes. Echo was awesome. I loved Echo, and I was so pissed when they just left her. They abandoned left. her. They abandoned her for years, only for her to come back and be killed in the pages of Moon Knight. Yeah, it was some bullshit. <laughs> yes. So, so this is why I don't like comics anymore. <laughs> you your... killed Richard Ryder, and you abandoned Echo. Echo. Your favorite characters. My favorite characters. <laughs> so, f*** you. I don't know that. But I do have a skill you might like. Oh my god. It's called Favorite Color. Wanna try it? Yes. Okay, here's Favorite Color. Welcome to Favorite Color. (laughs) Which color is your favorite? Red? Red is the color at the end of the spectrum of visible light. Cool. Wow, I really thought that was going to go somewhere. <laughs> it went nowhere. That's the dumbest skill ever. Man, okay, okay as you can tell, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call attention to this in our show now. So I want to tell you guys, so we had to change our, 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 our Amazon dot away from Alexa. Yes. Because we were watching so much Shit's Creek that every time they said Alexis, yeah. she would... She would pipe up. So now we've changed it to... To E-C-H-O. But now but we're watching, now we're watching Bad, Bad Batch. Batch. <laughs> and so she does a whole bunch of things too whenever that turns on. Uh, oh man. Oh and God. then I was just w- mentioning that comic book character. character and, and, she she waited, and she waited for you. She like, waited for me to finish and then wanted to give me a favorite color skill. That's... Nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here are some... Le- I think there, every character has the potential to be a great character. Yeah, oh, yeah. Depending on how they're written, most definitely. Here are a few characters that I feel like... We should, uh, we, we should circle back to. We should circle back to these right, characters. Right, right. Gotcha. The first one is a DC Comics character created by Gerard Jones, Kurt Swan, and Ty Templeton mm-hmm. called Arm Fall Off Boy. Wait, what? <laughs> What do you think his power is? His arm falls off. <laughs> Wait, really? He is an alien from the planet Lalor and a would-be member of the Legion of Superheroes. His power is for his limbs to detach, and he can use them as a he beats you. Oh beats you with his fleshy arm. Oh, my God. Didn't I just say something like that a few days ago? I was like, it makes me want to rip off his arms and beat him with it. But it's such a dumb power, too. I mean, and to be fair, I'm sure it was meant to be sort of a dumb power. But, like, think of it. It throws off your center of gravity. You don't have two arms. Yeah. You'd be better off with an aluminum bat. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, <laughs> you'd be better off with a wiffle bat. But uh, he never really gained uh, traction. Yeah, gee, I wonder why. (laughs) Do you want my toe? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I just think it's funny. Just like, click, click. Oh, God, my ear. Where did my ear go? (laughs) Just falling apart over here. 
right. Then we have another Legion of Superhero. Uh, this guy actually has been around for a while. Okay. He was created by Jerry Siegel, the co-creator of Superman. Uh-huh. And John Forte. Okay. And his name is Matter Eater Lad. <laughs> <laughs> or Mel, for sure. <laughs> yeah, Mel. That's how I abbreviated it. I'm sure that we have like comic book listeners here who are like, yeah, yeah, we know all these. I know you don't know these. <laughs> yeah, I definitely do not know these. Unlike Arm Fall Off Boy, <laughs> which I, honestly, an Arm Fall Off, he's not Arm Fall Off Man. Yeah, he's just a boy. <laughs> he's just a boy. He's like 12, and he's like, oh, God, my fingers. <laughs> I would love it if he had no control over what falls off. <laughs> it's just like his dick falls yeah, off. Yeah, it's like, oh, God. <laughs> no. <laughs> what if it fell it's off inside It's sliding down my someone? pants while he's at school. What if he was <laughs> having sex and it broke off? <laughs> oh, God, that's the worst. <laughs> You say that like it's happening. You know what I mean? Like, I was thinking of like a tampon and you lose that string. Oh. Dude. I can't imagine losing a dick in there. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta fish it out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That'd be awful. Matter Eater Lad was an actual member of the Legion of Superheroes and has been for some time. Like the other members, he is an alien and hails from a planet called Bismol, like I guess like Pepto Bismol. Like abysmal? <laughs> or abysmal. <laughs> where something caused their food to become inedible. There's like a bacteria. Okay. So in a shocking display of Like spot- botulism? <laughs> yeah, like botulism. In a shocking they didn't store their cans well. Yeah, okay. In a shocking display of spontaneous evolution, the Bismolians mm-hmm. developed the ability to consume all types of matter. And that's it. So he just eats whatever he wants. So it does not give him additional superpowers. He just eats whatever he wants. So he can. Eat, so if they get thrown into jail, this is like worse than Aquaman. So he can eat his way out. He can eat the bars. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know what I would put him to work as? What? A garbage man. Yeah. Eat up all my garbage. Go to the landfill, matter eater. Yeah, boy. you know we could or really lad. use that garbage gone. We need. Why, why aren't they, they men? Need... Why aren't they men? They're always boys and lads. What the hell? Yeah, they're not. Well, I think the Legion of Superheroes themselves are mostly teenagers. Oh, from space. okay. So that could be part of it. Teenagers from space. I got. I got two more. These are not children. I got a Marvel one because I thought that was important. Because you're busy picking on DC. Yeah, I got one more DC, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, this is created by Alan Kupperberg, and it's a, a Marvel villain called I Scream. E-Y-E hyphen Scream. Because he uses laser vision. That would be your guess. Yeah. What would be your second guess? He uses his sound to melt your eyeballs. He was created by Marvel <laughs> and had only one appearance in 1983. Oh. In his story, Charles Xavier, the patriarch of the X-Men, was planning a birthday party for Kitty Pride so she could be a little bit older for her inappropriately aged right. boyfriend. Right. Uh, happening, uh, happening by, in full costume, mm. as you do, uh-huh. Ice Cream was like, I'm going to take these people out. And he activated his mutant powers, which is the power to transform his body into any flavor of ice cream Wait. that he wants, including, I saw this in multiple places, banana split. So he can... No, wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> so his body can turn into ice cream or can taste like ice cream? It, 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 little column A, little column Because I can see this as going in a very sexual direction. <laughs> you know, and if anyone And had, you can really work that to and your if Marvel had any, And if Marvel had any guts, yeah. that's what they would do. Yeah, because imagine, be like, so what flavor are you looking for tonight? <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, yeah, and all fact, right. And the fact that they, like multiple sites, highlighted the fact that banana split is one of the... Flavors he can, can he do. make himself a big banana? <laughs> <laughs> banana dick. <laughs> Why is it all of these like secondary characters all have dick issues? <laughs> so far, <laughs> we got one guy whose dick falls off, one guy who'll eat a rod, and, <laughs> and one guy who can turn his dick into a banana for some ice cream. You know, I think I'd rather have a dick than is a banana. That, if, a, if a character turns himself into ice cream, right. And you can you can and taste you can it. eat him. That means is that cannibalism? Yes, it's right. Does he want you to? Why would it, he change? Wait, why, why do you want to be shitten? Sh- See, that's what I'm saying. Is he like flavorful? Yes, he's flavorful. They made it a point of making sure he. But he's not ice cream. He is ice cream. But he's not. <laughs> so wait, he turned himself into an ice cream sundae for Kitty Pride to eat. 
that that got really inappropriate. She's only like 13 years old. <laughs> no, she uh, he, she was having a party, and he oozed himself into ice cream to get in to bypass their security. He has a refrigeration unit that can control his body temperature, so he can either melt <laughs> or he can solidify. Gross. And uh, he was actually defeated by Professor X. Gee, I wonder how. <laughs> he turned the temperature down so cold in the mansion that he actually the ice cream became frozen solid. Like ice cream does? Just like ice cream does. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, how I, cold was that mansion, man? How, can you, okay, can I, I'm going to say something can right our, now. Can I'm our say air conditioning right go now. down so low? No, I'm going to say something right now. <laughs> yes. This is a dumb character. You think so? Yeah. I don't see how you can make this better. I think... Unless he's just flavorful. I, I think when... But actually turning into ice cream is ridiculous. I think when the Marvel Universe comes back, or X-Men comes to the Marvel Cinematic right. Universe, this should be their first film. Yeah, except he should be a prostitute because he's flavorful. <laughs> that would be cool. Even just a little shout out to ice cream. Yeah. Because like, yeah. we all scream for ice cream. <laughs> and they'd have some gross line like that. <laughs> All right. But that reminds me of like like years ago, you and I wanted to create a mutant team that was just yeah. people with bad powers. Bad powers, bad superpowers. I thought that because yeah. like not everyone gets laser beams. Yeah, your like eyes. like I remember you created one guy with super vision, just but super it vision. was just twenty ten vision. Yeah. It wasn't twenty twenty. <laughs> it was just a little bit better. <laughs> it was just a little better. Yeah, his name was Oculus. I yes. Think. <laughs> We had the most garbage superhero. I mean, we're giving it all away, but I don't think we're ever going to do anything with it anyway. If not, we'll, we'll refer back to this podcast and you, you all will sue you. But then we had PJ. Oh, yeah, yeah, Who yeah. had pheromones that would make you fall asleep. Yes, yeah. And then there was one guy who was... And actually, Marvel did something similar to this later. Oh, okay. Where, it, I don't remember his name. It was He was one of the Avengers Initiative era where he was like, strong but like he couldn't be moved he just like was like he's just like a big guy who could like just stand there <laughs> but he couldn't like actually move and fight he could just stand there there's a couple other ones that yeah were we there. had a lot of good ones yeah, yeah. And, and i had them like totally dying of like yeah. getting their ass kicked while oculus was far enough away he couldn't help them but he could see perfectly <laughs> i'm dying it's great. Oh, my God. That's glorious. Oh, that was funny. Oh, man. I should do that. All right. Well, I've just given the whole story. Well, it's like 15 years old now. Yeah, I know. I mean, like. Should have done it ages yeah, ago. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Then we have, uh, finally, we have Danny the Street. Now, this one's actually uh, interesting. And this one's actually in a TV show currently. Huh. This was invented by Grant Morrison in the late 80s. Danny mm-hmm. is a sentient non-binary. Okay. Created in the 80s, by the way. Wow piece of urban geography with the power to teleport and integrate themselves into a city seamlessly. So he can literally become pavement. Danny the street is a literal street with shops. (laughs) 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 But it's kind of cool. They use they, them pronouns Mm -hmm. and they seek out to protect the marginalized and dispossessed and provide them safe harbor. Ah, interesting. I would imagine Danny the Street would end up being a base for your superheroes. I think, I think, yeah. I think they sometimes do. Yeah. And uh, now, how do you converse with Danny the Street? You can converse with through shop windows. Mm-hmm. Um, like the shops will change the name of their store, okay. or like on like if there's a typewriter in a window. But what if you're inside the store? Like if there's a typewriter or a okay. piece of paper or something might materialize. Danny the Street is described as being a cross-dresser, uh-huh. which manifests in having, like, typically heavily masculine-type stores, like a gun shop mm-hmm. with, like, frilly frilly accoutrements and, like, flowers and stuff. It's, like, feminine. So? Well, no, it's not so. It's just, <laughs> it's just that. And uh, Danny the Street was at least partially inspired by Danny LaRue. Get it? Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Who was an Irish drag performer. Okay. And they are currently featured on the HBO Max series Doom Patrol with Brandon Fraser, Mm. uh, which we should probably do sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, critics have actually lauded the inclusion and positive representation of a gender queer character in a superhero property. Nice. And like I said, it was uh, this is way back in the eighties. Wow. So so it's very, very. 
forward thinking, I right. guess, for like a superhero thing. So those oh. are so those are some weird superheroes that I think deserve more nice. time mm-hmm. <laughs> for us. But now we can get into Jupiter's legacy. Oh right, right. We I haven't don't know. already talked about. I don't, I think I don't it. feel like it. <laughs> we can dedicate five minutes and then we can go into reviews. Okay. I feel like we've already talked about it. There's uh, lots we, of drinking. Oh my god, dad. <laughs> Well, now let's go into the drinking for a second there. It was like this show was advertised by a beer commercial. Yeah. Like the first time you see the Utopian, like, okay. So the show was trying (laughs) to like make a a domestic, like what what do superheroes do when they're not fighting crime? And like that is like kind of like a domestic kind of life. And and the wife, I don't remember her name. She mm-hmm. comes in and she's like, "You want a beer?" And then she pops out, open two beers with like her fingers, her fingers, right. and like we're supposed to be impressed by this. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, I want a beer. Of course, I want a beer. I always want a beer." <laughs> and then like literally the next scene, it's another character drinking a beer. Yes. And then it cuts back to another scene where everybody's drinking beer. Yes. It, like it literally. And happens. then some guy brings in a new alcohol. Yeah. And then somebody's drinking beer on a roof, and then somebody's actually drunk off her ass. Yeah, because she's a hot mess. She's a hot mess. And then Walt at one point is like, let's go for a drive. And he's like, and we'll go get some beer. Yeah, and he's like, but we already have beer. And he's like, no, but we need some good Good beer. beer. And they literally do have beer in the next scene. Yeah, yes, yes, they Where do. they were going. So he wasn't lying. He they, was they going to get more the, beer. <laughs> look, I'm not, trying, I'm not trying to be a teetotaler. I'm not right. trying to be puritanical. But this is a 50-minute show. And most of the time they're drinking. There is a beer in... 50% of the scenes of I a feel like show. there needs to be an intervention. Yeah, I feel it's like the one, writer yeah, it's might one have thing a to have wine every now and then. It's quite another to just be drinking all the damn time. And, and, and the fact that it was beer too made it feel very much like this is like the Fast and the Furious shorthand to be like, they're every man. <laughs> just regular people, regular Joes drinking their brewskis. Yeah, regular billionaires with their beer. And like, I guess, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I don't drink. Daily. Right. I drink maybe once a month, maybe. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I'm not against it enough for it. I right. just don't like drinking beer because it makes you feel heavy. Yeah. And sleepy mm-hmm. and just fills you up. And I don't really enjoy it. But I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with people if they want to drink every day. Right. But, like, this is, like, multiple times a day. And, like I said, yeah. this is a 50-minute show. Yeah. We're sh- seeing different aspects of these people's lives cut mm-hmm. together. And it feels like they all have a very serious problem. They're alcoholics. <laughs> they are alcoholics. And they need help. Yeah. I thought it was also weird. Okay, so the, the show's called, or the episode's called By Dawn's Early Light. Mm-hmm. It literally starts by, by Dawn's, Dawn's Early, early Light. light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it starts up and I go, oh, hey, it's Dawn's Early Light. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it's three children pretending to be superheroes. And they're yeah. like, I'm a utopian. Yeah. I'm Flare Butt. I'm whatever, you know, and they're like yeah. running around. And then the little girl gets upset. Because one of the boys, and so you just think like, okay, they're in this world, superheroes exist, and they're Mm -hmm. pretending to be superheroes just like kids do. One of the kids uh, says like, oh, you didn't hit me. The little girl gets upset. She uses her sonic scream, her banshee-type power. I don't understand how people do not have their eardrums busted out of their faces every time. Yeah, they should be bleeding out of a few orifices. If you're you're able to scream, which has no physical (laughs) (laughs) like presence or whatever... Like, and it can knock you on your ass. You are deaf. Yeah, if they're lucky, they're yeah. deaf. Well, and the little boy is the young, well, that we find out yeah. is, has superheroes, which would include super hearing. Yeah. So he'd definitely be dead. Oh, he's dead. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, but that was kind of the twist of the moment is Josh Dumel comes down as mm-hmm. the utopian. And he's like, it turns out he's their father. Right. The little girl, one of the little boys' father. And I'm like, so they were pretending to be their Parents? That's weird. See, that doesn't track for me. No. Like, <laughs> like I don't care if you're, if you're, no one really strives to be like, like when you're like six, seven, eight. No, our kids aren't like. I'm pretending to be dad. I'm pretending to be a cover artist. Look at me. Yeah, look at me making covers. <laughs> like, so, like, even if your parents are superheroes. I would think they might want to pretend to be a different superhero. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, definitely. like one of the other superheroes in the union mm-hmm. or something. But, like, to actually be, like, your mother and your father is, like, a weird thing to happen. Yeah. At least in my yeah, it's, mind. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. So then the show, tra- the it goes, cuts forward, I don't know, 10, 15 years or something, something like that. Something like that. 
I thought it was weird too. We get introduced to our first super villain, mm-hmm. who is like kind of like a, a Iron Woman kind of right. situation, and like she's like, "I'm robbing this armored truck," and right. they open up the armored truck, and it's full of gold bars, <laughs> and I'm like. Where do you put How gold? How are you going to bar- convert that? How do you convert that to cash? You go to like one of those pawn shops that <laughs> yeah, buy gold. Yeah, we buy gold. <laughs> and like how many bars can you actually like yeah, carry? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. I mean, I guess one or two bars is enough, but it seems like there's no, she had like no means of like transporting them. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> and, then, and then we get to a, a, some credits. Mm-hmm. And as you said, the credits were very nice. Yeah, you know, they've gotten a lot better when creating credits on a lot of these shows. They're They're quite pretty. I, I, in many cases, especially like in a show like this, it's better than the show itself. Oh, actually. definitely. Like in Netflix, in particular, mm-hmm. I think does really. Yeah, good because ones. I really love their Daredevil opening. Yeah, credits. their Daredevil. Those, that was gorgeous. Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Those were all very nice. Yeah. Um, and this is it. Kind of evokes that same sort of mm-hmm. feel to it, which was, was cool. Um, same artist, I can guarantee it. You think it was probably someone? Yeah, it's the same Netflix look. or whatever. Mm-hmm. They probably had the same guy. Yeah. It's um, well, not the same look. It's it's the same feel. Yeah. Artists all have feels to them. Yeah. And and I think this is the same one. Yeah. For sure. I, I, I can I can definitely yeah. see that. I, I kind of got into this earlier when we were already talking about the show, but I just I think my biggest complaint about the show is not that it's kind of well worn territory at this mm-hmm. point. But again, it just told the story in the least interesting way yes. it possibly it could have. It was so boring. And I feel like it, it could... I think the comics are probably pretty good. It could be. There's some good bones. I mean, it's Mark Millar, who's yeah. the comic book writer. And he did uh, the Civil War crossover for Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, so he was writing a lot for Marvel. I thought he did a lot of like the Ultimate Universe right. stuff. He also did Kick-Ass, but mm-hmm. he also did Wanted. He's, like right. That's kind of his thing. So, okay. But go ahead. Yeah, so this was probably pretty good as a comic book. But the show is just garbage. Yeah. It was butchered to hell and back. Uh, yeah. I just don't... Maybe the problem is it was too faithful to the comics. Like, maybe, like, mm. this is, like, exactly how the comic is set up with the right, way Right, but it's comics shot. aren't TV. Yeah, exactly. It's you a have different to, medium, and you have to repurpose it appropriately. Because some of, like, the cuts back and forth in time didn't mm-hmm. feel natural. Yeah. And it was almost confusing. Right. And like I said, like, it just wasn't an interesting perspective for me mm-hmm. for me for those people who have watched it invincible is basically a similar story okay well except for in that you're going with your protagonist is the young man mm-hmm. which i think is more interesting if you're young maybe, maybe. it's hard to relate to a 120 year old yeah yeah, maybe. yeah. Like, <laughs> and in that you know you have the same idea of this kid trying to live up to his father's expectations Mm. and his father happens to be Superman. So it's like a big, like, how do you impress Superman? Mm. And in this, you're taking the perspective of Superman rather than the kid trying to live up to his mm-hmm. expectations and it just it just was boring yeah like it was such a dull way of like looking at it mm-hmm. you're, you're not looking at the person who has an emotional stake right. or has like a goal you're looking yeah. at the person who's looking at the other person you're looking <laughs> through the prism of this person who's like why aren't you living up to my ideals yes exactly and it's like i don't care what you think mm-hmm. you also think capitalism's badass <laughs> <laughs> so um and, and another creepy thing, too. So, okay, and he has a daughter who he's estranged with. Yeah. And she's, like, a total hot mess. A total hot mess. Like, there's, like, a scene where she's drinking wine right out of the bottle. And she <laughs> walks in, hey, everyone, I'm not drunk you are. You know, so sick of- and tired of the stereotypical spoiled white princess. Yeah. Sick exactly. of it. But what was gross to me about that scene, they are having, like, a Thanksgiving dinner. And they're all talking about how hot she was in a photo it op. It was gross. Yeah. I was like, okay, so I'm I'm guessing she's, like, probably half nude in it. And they're all like, yeah, you were beautiful. But, like. You looked beautiful. It, yeah, it was, it was it the was intensity gross. of it. It, it, was, it like, was gross. It's her uncle, uncle and for, her dad. The uncle starts it, and he's yeah. like, I saw your, uh magazine cover and she's like oh you did uncle he's like you look beautiful you look beautiful and she's like cool thanks he's like beautiful, beautiful. Like, yeah it was on it. gross and then her dad pipes in and he goes you looked beautiful it was beautiful you beautiful so beautiful, so beautiful. and i'm thinking 
This is disgusting. Gross. That's what you would <laughs> say if you were flirting with someone. Ugh, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying like a parent Ugh. can't comment if their daughter is like a model. Right. And she's on the cover of a magazine. You'd be like, hey, I was in the grocery store the other day. You look great on that. Yeah. You know, that's fine. Yeah. But the way they were like, it was Beautiful. It was really and you're like, skeezy. These are, like, it was gross enough when it was her uncle. Yeah. And then her father does it. Yeah. And I don't know if the actors playing the uncle and the father yeah. were, like, into the daughter in real life. Yeah. But there was a weird <laughs> vibe going on Yeah, there. it was gross. It was not It was gross. Good. It was skeezy. It made me like, quite uncomfortable. Because the, the uncle, I'm already like, oh, he's probably the bad guy. And it's, yeah. I'm sure it's a little oh, yeah, more, he's it's evil. more complicated. I'm he's sure evil. He has mind powers. He's evil. He, he has mind powers, yeah. but he's also the type of person who predicted the the great depression so like if we had listened to him he was technically right yeah he wants to use powers to control the world and but maybe he is sort of right maybe we should he's totally right (laughs) maybe the problem with the world is like we do let people just do whatever the we want them to do you know whatever I say we slam down Nazis. <laughs> I well, we know how you feel. <laughs> yeah, well, we oh, oh well, slam down Nazis. Yes, yeah. we should slam down yeah. fucking Nazis. Yeah, and the utopian should have been slamming down yeah. fucking Nazis. Yeah, you slam down Nazis. Oh, well, he even says he was like, oh, it goes against my code. But he's still talking about how he wants to defeat Nazis, and he's like, and and today I don't care what they call themselves, they're still Nazis. And I'm like, then slam them the fuck down. Yeah. It's like, I have to be an inspiration. They're Nazis! Hey, you know uh, what's inspiring? Watching Nazis get slammed down. Here, here's two things I'm going to say <laughs> about being an inspiration for Nazis. <laughs> A, they're not inspired by you, no. by what your ideals are. At best, yeah. as we have seen in real life, mm. they totally don't get what your whole deal is. <laughs> and they totally misinterpret it yes. for their own good. Exactly. <laughs> So, yeah. So, slam them down hard. hard. If you slam them down hard, they're not going to get back yeah, up. I saw a picture yesterday. I think it was in Poland. Um, it, it was a neo-Nazi guy. Ugh. And this old woman had a, a bag, and she's just smacking the Yeah. Crib. Just like, you know, like, it's like, hell yeah, that's what you yeah, should be doing. Yeah, that's what you should be if doing. If she has the guts to do that, then <laughs> your Superman ass better be out there. Damn what? right. Oh, who am I to say what's right or wrong? Nazism is fucking wrong. That is Fucking wrong. This, is, this isn't like I stole a look. You're not Jean Valjean stealing bread for their family. Yeah, exactly. These are people who want to. This isn't a gray area. Exterminate people. That's a fucking. That's wrong. <laughs> Slam their fucking asses down. Don't worry about the goddamn gold or whatever. Exactly. Uh, you know that's. That's nothing. what I'm saying. That shit's insured. It's insured. FCIC, man. <laughs> Because of the Great Depression, everything's insured now. Exactly. So who cares about the fucking bank robber? Yeah, she'll get she'll get go after the big fucking deals. She'll get busted as soon as she goes to the pawn shop trying Mm -hmm. to pawn off her two bricks. Exactly. Gold, (laughs) dumbass. But yeah, that dumb code, that really pisses me off. The code was so dumb. So they're not going to interfere in civil rights movements yeah. because that goes against the code. Their yeah. moral superiority. Oh, thank you, white man, for telling me what's yeah. right and wrong. Exactly. Thank you so fucking much. Yeah, and all of them were white as far as I could tell. Oh, yeah. all, mm-hmm. the, uh, all the superheroes yep. were white. Well, but, except for the second gen. But oh, yeah, they the all gen. died second. easily by the clone of Dark Star. <laughs> yes, this, yeah, yeah, the se- second They get ripped in half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And apparently the code, we've kind of tiptoed around it, but the code is we don't kill, we don't lead, we inspire. A, inspiration is in a way leading. It is leading. And again, like, it's such a, like, a childish view of that philosophy. Yeah. It's like, it's admitting no gray area whatsoever. Mm-hmm. If you're a good person, you can make pretty good moral judgments. Again, this comes down to Jedi and Sith. This is why the Jedi were wiped out. Yes. Because they couldn't adapt, and they weren't flexible, and they couldn't see the big picture. Yes. I totally agree with their downfall. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you are a big advocate of killing all the Jedi. (laughs) Not all. Most of. Most of. They deserve to be wiped out. Yes. Because they were so blind to everything. Exactly. And they weren't even following their own code by the end. Yeah. So don't even give me that shit. Or too involved in like the politics or mm-hmm. whatever. Well, I guess that's what the utopian is saying. He shouldn't be doing. Fuck! <laughs> 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 I lost my own argument. We can't. We're not gonna sit here and prove the show's point. <laughs> Damn it! But like again, like there's just certain moral arguments that like right. are without a doubt 
wrong. Exactly. So, like, and if you're not stopping the big wrongs, then what the fuck are you even doing? Exactly. You're not, you don't matter. If you have the power to do something Mm -hmm. about it and you don't, then you're just as guilty as anyone else. Exactly. And again, maybe that's where the show is going eventually. I don't know. I don't give a shit enough to watch it further. Yeah, I don't care. And even if it is where it's going, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I know that. I don't yeah. need to <laughs> watch 12 hours of your dumb show to tell me that. <laughs> like, at the end, it, it, Paragon kills that clone mm-hmm. and, like, his father immediately. Saves everyone's life. Disowns him like it's nobody's business. Not, it wasn't even like uh, he was like, so Like, he inflexible. was a super conservative religious preacher who just found out his son was gay. Yeah. Like, like drops him hard. <laughs> this kid, all he did was, like, he not only saved everyone around them. Yeah. He's like, I he saved the state. He also saved the entire state from a nuclear bomb. Yeah. And his father's like, we don't kill. And what like, is wrong with you? And the mother's like, oh, my God. Our boy killed somebody. <laughs> oh, my God. And it turns out mur- it's just a clone anyway. He's a murderer. See, like, okay. And so he has these feelings of, like, he has a hard line of no killing. Right. But then he allows wars to happen. Yeah. Which is, again, just, isn't that writ large mm-hmm. a moral battle yes. where people kill each other for mm-hmm. whatever reason? Like, I'm not advocating killing people, I'm, <laughs> but I am advocating using whatever power you have yeah. to stop evil things from happening. Exactly. And it's not that difficult to figure out what's evil or not. Well, sometimes it comes down to a matter of ruthless calculus. Yeah. Which is... The greater good. The gr- yeah. <laughs> you have to do it for the greater good. Yes. You know? Yeah. Kill those Nazis yeah. before they kill all of these other great people. Yeah. And Get it, rid of all of the holes. And it's about accountability. And we can talk about this in terms of, like, mm-hmm. real life as it's happening now. If you don't hold bad people accountable, mm-hmm. then they just do it again. They just keep doing it. Or, and they start spreading their message to other people who will follow and do the same thing. Or, yeah, it gives someone else the excuse, well, like, I can do this because I know the utopian won't kill me. Yeah. Yeah, and, exactly. I'll know, just be put in jail and be freed a year later by some other supervillain. If I screw up, there's yeah. no consequence for me whatsoever. Exactly. However, if you kill all the fucking Nazis because you can, because yeah. you're Superman, yeah. that makes it a little bit more difficult for other Nazis to come. Exactly. And you know what? They'll still steer clear because most people have what is called a survival instinct. Yeah. So, I don't know I don't know if we're coming off good or bad in this podcast. Well, I'm always dark side, so there yeah. you go. But I if get, you're agreeing with me, you're probably a supervillain. I... I Hardline, think Nazis fucking suck. Yeah, me too. I'm not not gray area there. <laughs> yeah, there's no gray area when it comes to I'm, Nazis. I, there's no gray area when it comes to like genocide. None. Or or bigotry. Yeah. Or racism. Yeah. There's or, no gray area. It's not a matter a difference of opinion. It's a difference of morality. Oh wow, Superman! You, you're gonna lead by. You're gonna inspire me not to kill people by not killing people. Yeah. Okay. okay <laughs> sure. You know what? I already had that nailed down. Well, maybe you you fix some of the systemic issues <laughs> in the world. Yeah. <laughs> maybe use your laser vision to I which don't is, know fix it somehow. Which is what Walt is advocating essentially yeah. is like. We yeah, can, but Walt has mind powers. And so he's therefore evil. And so he's therefore evil. <laughs> Do you want to hear what other people have to say about the show? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, number one here. <laughs> number one person says uh, boring, bad character development. Just no. <laughs> uh, we have Z Shandikar, Kadar, I guess. Uh, don't waste your time on the show. It's dull to the max. Watch wow. Invincible instead. <laughs> well, there Pretty you go. brief. Uh, I got a few little brief ones here, I guess. Uh, days of their lives. Okay. I lasted 25 minutes into the first episode. That's hey, that's where, where we, we stopped. Yeah. That's exactly where I was like, exactly where yep. I was like, see how long this is. Yeah, and it was 25 minutes. I, yeah. yeah, exactly. Wow. Wow. Uh, wow. This, oh, this is Purnell uh, MS. So we, we're mm-hmm. friends with this person. If it wasn't for the costumes, I could have mistaken I was watching Bold and the Beautiful, which we... What? <laughs> Bold and the Beautiful was great. I would watch Bold and the Beautiful in a, a heartbeat. heartbeat. Oh, my God. That was Way joy. more interesting than this garbage. <laughs> you know what would have made this garbage better? If those bank robbers were actual monkeys, like uh, I thought they were. 
I was busy eating my croissant and having a coffee, so I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. And I glanced up and I saw some monkey masks, and I was like, "Great, monkeys are robbing well, a bank." I was like, "This is great." And then, and then I was like, "Oh, they're, they're masks." masks. <laughs> well, it's like, and there's precedent for that in comics with Gorilla Grodd. There's yeah, like a yeah. whole society of intelligent mm-hmm. apes that are like the Flash. I thought it villains. was like superheroes fighting Planet of the Apes, and that I was like, "This fun. is awesome." Again, a more interesting way to tell the story. Right. Like, I mean. Why not make them sentient? Why not? We've got superheroes. Wouldn't that How much be, of a stretch is this? Wouldn't that be way more interesting <laughs> if the show started off with a bunch of gorillas robbing an armored car yeah. who are then stomped by another supervillain? Yeah. Like, that just is so much more interesting. Way more interesting. <laughs> and then we got flawless effects. Super, the effects oh, were Oh, not my God. They were not flawless. flawless. I laughed a few times. Oh, we laughed Hard at the flying. When they came flying yeah, as a team yeah. through the family hoe at the end. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was insane. And you know the, another thing? Yeah. I didn't feel like there's enough differential between everyone's powers. No, I didn't. Okay, I even wrote that down because I was like, I'm all the way in this and I have no idea whose powers are what. Because, okay, here's what I thought. I was like, okay, so the Utopian can fly mm-hmm. and he's super strong. Basically, I'm like, he's Superman. And he's laser vision and he has super hearing and he has supervision. Superman. And he's Superman. Yeah. Right. And his son has all the same things. And I was like, okay. And his daughter has all the same things. Well, no, no, no. And she has Banshee power. Yeah, she has Banshee power. Okay, so when she's introduced, she has like Banshee's power. So I'm like, okay, so he's Superman. She's got like Banshee's but power. But now she can fly. But she can also, well, Banshee can fly. And but... she's super powerful because when she lands, she nearly breaks things. Y- yeah. The that's what I mean, though. Like, she, so it turns out she just has Superman's powers, too. So I'm yeah. like, and then when his wife is introduced, she's clearly a superhero as right. well. And it's like, oh, She's she, Superman, too. She's Superman, too. She's not like the Invisible Woman. No, no. She's not Elastigirl or anything. No, no, she's just she's a, Superman, so too. So then they introduce other characters, yeah. and then at the end, they're all flying. Yeah, they're all the same character. I have strong, no idea what their flying. powers are. I mean, there's a couple people who had slightly different, like, Fire Fist guy. Yeah. Can you imagine going into, like, a D&D game, having all five players be Superman? They're all, like, tanks. They're all, no, not even tanks. Yeah. They're all Superman, capable of doing everything. Well, it seems like, yeah, it seems like Superman is baseline. Yeah. And then a couple people have a additional powers. Right. Like, tectonic well, and, like... Well, Flair only had his fire fist so he right. was standing on the sidelines being like i'll wait till they're all like beaten right right and come right. in and be like yeah look i did it and then we <laughs> had the girl who i think was kind of like adam eve from invincible who's like okay. uh, telekinetic and like right. she had like a telekinetic armor right but basically even that came down yeah. to superman powers yeah exactly so like, i i was really unclear on the powers and I'm definitely unclear on how they got them. Yeah, it would have been nice to see a little bit more variation mm-hmm. in at least how the powers were. Well, and even used. then, the ones who had the different powers were instantly sheared in half. Yes, exactly. So we were. So I was like, well, that's useless. I don't know who these people are or their powers. Yeah. I guess if you're not Superman, you die. Yeah, it, it, pretty much. I guess. I think I am going to make you watch Invincible maybe today. <laughs> just, just. I mean, I'm not saying you're going to love it. But I'm saying, like, just to get a, a different perspective okay. on the same kind of thing. Sure. Uh, but anyway, this person who fucking loves it says, <laughs> uh, Storytelling, acting, and writing make this an absolute winner. What? Different from the Marvel, DC, and the terrific The Boys and Umbrella Academy. Now, we couldn't get into a br- Umbrella Academy. No. Uh, the Boys, I do like. I like it more than this, for, for sure. Okay. I don't think you would like it. No. Though. Yeah, with all the entertaining tropes. For those naysayers, I say get some serious help, for they have obviously zero taste. This is true. <laughs> the pacing is terrific. <laughs> and not one dull scene for those that don't have ADD. They washed dishes twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, they love washing dishes by hand. They even made the comment. It's like, you can get a dishwasher. It's like, I like to wash I like washing. It, it lets my mind wander. wander. And I'm like, yeah, my mind is definitely it, wandering. My mind is wandering. My yeah. mind is somewhere else. <laughs> Ignore them or you'll miss out on yet another spectacular superhero show. No, you won't. I don't know why they keep comparing Invincible, which, excluding the last five minutes of the first episode, was a childish show until episode five or so. The acting... The acting... The, <laughs> you can't I, I get a little, little New Zealand there. <laughs> the acting here, uh, especially between the two brothers, is stellar. Outstanding! Wait, what two brothers? 
uh, Sheldon and Walt. Oh, the old men? God, they're still in the this? More, the most boring characters. Oh, my God. I don't relate to 120-year-old old white men. Yeah. I don't relate to with that. With a mess- messianic complex. Yeah, with a messianic complex. <laughs> I don't relate to that at all. Uh, you know, most people don't. Again, again the people the people you would relate to yeah. is living up to your family's expectations. Yeah. Therefore, they should be our, exactly. our POV They're characters. the ones we should be following. We should be yeah. following her on her shoot or whatever. Not perfect Jesus. Not perfect Jesus who yells at you when he you save his life. <laughs> um, Actually, I think Jesus would have a sense of humor. Oh, Jesus. Jesus does. Yeah. Totally. Jesus made wine, man. Yeah. He he's a got a sense of humor. He's a partier. Yeah. Uh, outstanding, <laughs> flawless CGI. Unless you're some ultra nerd. I'm an ultra try- nerd. Trying to notice a microscopic. I thing. will claim ultra nerdness because this CG was garbage. Garbage. I garbage. Don't need, I don't need a microscope to see that they looked like shit flying. <laughs> <laughs> also ignore them. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, well, yeah. all right. Only seen three apps. Do you have a podcast? <laughs> we have a platform. A boom. <laughs> and we're low enough on the totem pole, we don't have to worry about offending anyone. <laughs> exactly. We don't have to worry about consequences. <laughs> consequences. <laughs> this isn't going to hurt my career in any way. <laughs> it's not. It's not hurting my career at, at all. <laughs> Cut to one year later, <laughs> trying to sell a script, and it's this, this guy. It's this guy. And he's like, oh, I listened back on your podcast. You were talking about my show, F*** you, in <laughs> <laughs> my office. It's awesome. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Consequence culture. <laughs> uh, this person's only seen three episodes, so I don't know where they're getting any of this. But it's far surpassed any hype already. Maybe the person who wrote the show. There was hype? (laughs) Uh, I just saw a cover on, like, my Amazon thing, and I was like, sure. I love this. Judge for yourself after I've just insulted you for having your own opinion (laughs) and calling you a moron. You should be thoroughly entertained unless you have zero taste. Judge for yourself unless Unless you're a poo-poo head. All right. So, so there, there. And I should say that the actual showrunner of this, at least mm-hmm. this first season, mm-hmm. was Stephen Knight, who you know from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, okay. Angel, mm-hmm. he Darede- Daredevil. Uh huh. This is a very, very. Mm-hmm. I'm very sure that the credits were done by the same person. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so just so you know. Okay. Uh, so would you green light, red light? Fuck no. Fuck no. Come on. No. No, man. No. Don't waste my time. Don't waste your time. Do not waste your time. I understand loving, okay, I understand loving vampires. Yeah. I got it. And and you want you want to watch and read everything having to do with vampires. Yes, yes. But there is such a thing called quality, yes. not quantity. Yes. And what makes you love the vampire so much is the quality behind and, it. The more you put garbage in it, the more washed out and garbage it becomes. And then it may, yeah, and it makes the stuff that you do like yeah. retroactively not as good. Yes, exactly. Or, or, or I don't know if retroactive is the word I wanted there, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean. Like yeah. it, it kind of diminishes it the does. good. Because you're awash. Exactly. In and then you garbage. move on to something else because yeah. there's just too much of it. Yeah. It's, or we can go back to Nirvana. You know, they're yeah. a big thing. And then they had a whole bunch of pretender Nirvana yep. bands would kind yep. of ruin the whole, yeah, did. whole scene. We got out of grunge pretty fast. Yeah. You, or it feels like thinking back on a grunge should have lasted longer. But then you're like, no, five years later, no. it was like Backstreet Boys, baby. Yep. Yep. It didn't last very long <laughs> because it just became oversaturated. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So, yeah, I, I totally, I would recommend if you have not watched the show and you're listening to this podcast, don't even bother watching it. Yeah. We've told you what it yeah. is. If, if anything we say. It's just a bunch of old men complaining about how rich they are. Yeah. And drinking. I would say if you're interested in deconstructive or deconstruction in a superhero television show type scenario, mm-hmm. I would say um, Invincible is great mm-hmm. at it. I, I'm not 100% on all the voice actors in it, but right. I think overall, and it, even more so, read the books. Invincible, the comic, is amazing. I would suggest Invincible. If you can handle a more mature rated thing, so, and I'm talking gore, there is like sexual stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the boys, again, it takes a more interesting view of it. Our point of view character isn't the Superman character. Right. It's the regular humans yeah. who are fighting against these, like, gods. Yeah. That's yeah. a way more interesting That's way dynamic. More interesting. dynamic mm-hmm. and how do you, what do you have to do to win that fight? Right. What kind of person do you have to be to win mm-hmm. that fight? 
So I think uh, if you're into more TV mature stuff, you can you could definitely go with the boys too. But I would say skip this wholeheartedly. Oh, don't for don't even sure. bother. Don't even bother. Piloting the pilots releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever else fine podcasts can be found. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or email us at pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We really do love to hear from you, actually. Yeah, yeah actually. Yeah. We, we do. I loved, I, all, I, I loved all of those quiz answers. Yeah. Those were great. Those were a lot of fun uh, yeah. to read. Next week, I, I actually, we, we, I think we said we were going to do Castlevania next week, but I think we've done a little bit of an audible. We're actually going to watch the movie Greenland. With Gerard Butler. Okay. Which is a disaster movie. Oh, yes! We haven't done an in-flight movie in a while. Yeah! And I, I literally asked you the other day, because you're busy playing Mass Effect right now. Yeah, f- yeah. And I was like, hey, I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to watch this uh, movie Greenland. It's a disaster movie. And you're like, no, you're going to watch that with me, but I'm playing my video game so right now. So it's going to have to wait. So you're going to have to wait. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, why don't we do it for the podcast then? So, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So we're going to do... Yeah, I don't pass on disaster movies. And this is a Gerard Butler. I love a disaster movie. <laughs> so next week we're going to watch Gerard, but- uh, Gerard Butler on... Uh, <laughs> I'll watch his butt. It's okay. <laughs> I'll take one for the team. And I'll watch his butt. He's not looking as good as he used to. <laughs> He's looking a bit poochy. <laughs> He's older, though. He's older. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I can't attest to this. I haven't seen him we'll, yet. We'll, so. we'll have a whole segment next week. <laughs> on, on Gerard how, Butler's on butt. And, and how he looks. <laughs> but, poor guy. Poor guy. Let's not make fun of Gerard no. Butler. No. Um, uh, so Greenland, it's on HBO Max if you have that series right now. So, All right, uh, excellent. So anyway, we will see you next week for Greenland. And then in two weeks, we will be doing our first animated show, Castlevania, also a Netflix show. Yeah, that'll be fun. Maybe we can talk about Claymore at the same time. Remember oh, Claymore? Claymore. I wonder if Claymore is available anymore. We should watch that, too. No, we haven't watched that in years. Yeah. Anyway, All right. we'll talk to you later. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.